few words from our advertisers. Welcome to Cismontane Brewing Company. We are located at 1409 East Warner Suite 6, Santa Ana, California 92705. We are open on Monday through Thursday from 3 to 9, Friday and Saturday from 12 to 9, and Sunday from 12 to 6. We have 15 beers on tap with rotating seasonal options. We also have a cask night and taco Tuesday every Tuesday from 3 to 9. And we also feature vinyl Sundays where you can come and choose your own record and we play your music for you. We'll see you soon, Santa Ana. Cheers. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to an episode of Beyond the Bike. And tonight we have the Real Talk with Neil. What's up, Neil? Hey, uh, <laughs> how's it going? Uh, um, forget about it, man. Uh, <laughs> So what are we drinking? What are we drinking today? Well, uh, we, got, we got the Citizen from Cismontane, and uh, real light, it's lager, so easy drinking, especially for this kind of weather that we have going on here in SoCal. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and then you, what do you got here, man? Uh, we have Diesel Punk. Uh, I found it at the 99 cents only store. 99 cents special? Yeah, it was two ninety nine, but I can't complain. <laughs> it was a six pack, and so far isn't bad. It's uh, like you said, Takate with. I, with I would, the I would say you know we we have we have uh, we have some guests in the studio. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll introduce them. Go ahead, Neil. Uh, we have Master J and Grandmaster Yang in the studio with us. Uh, they are also drinking this with us. Uh, what do you guys think of Sis Montaigne's brew? Let's enjoy it, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Let's drink it first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's perfect because it's incredibly hot outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Refreshing, I think, would be the yeah, best word. Um, <laughs> I agree. It's pretty hot in here. We have a special take tonight. We were having some issues in the studio, but tonight we are doing it in the home garage. That's right. And we're just going to make it candid. More candid than usual, extra real, and uh, we got these guys back, and I'm excited to hear about Nationals and the Pan Am Games. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm excited to do, uh, be back again. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I know it's hot. Uh, well, this beer tastes really great. I think I could have a shotgun on this. <laughs> 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 but uh, the experience from uh, Nationals, uh, uh, it was great. Uh, I took first place, gold medal, at mm-hmm. the National and did the team trial, and I made the team again, so I'm uh, so excited to go back to the uh, World Championship in Taipei. Okay. Yeah. And uh, when is uh, World Championships? Uh, it's in uh, November 15 through 18, 18 in Taipei. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's talk about the uh, the process leading up to to you. You know, I, you, the last time you you were in the studio, you you were injured, right? Yes, uh, I was injured. Uh, my frozen hip. Uh, and lower back problem. Well, well, the good thing with this heat, it, it helped you frost it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel anything right now. <laughs> you, you beat me to that joke. I'm so glad you did it before I did. Well, with good refreshment here, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> there's no complaint. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, before you, you know, you went out and competed. Uh, what, where was, what state was it in? Uh, it was Utah. Utah. Uh, yeah, Salt Lake City, Utah. Okay. okay. Uh, we had a the whole one week competition in national, uh, about over five thousand competitor uh, matches uh, was there, and uh, maybe uh, two hundred fifty referees uh, officials. Wow! Uh, and the process over there is very um, very good. Uh, they done the job right, and um, everyone was prepared uh, for this team trial uh, as well. Uh, so I saw a lot of good competitors doing 
uh, better than last year, uh, and they're moving on. They're growing. Right. I can see the big growing of the uh, each uh, athletes. Yeah, that's good. So you you see the competition moving moving. Yeah, moving forward. Moving forward. You know, and it's growing. I I could see that is the competition in USA for Taekwondo is continue growing. Right. Uh, it's getting tougher, stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be more challenge for other people. But you know, when it when the sports is growing, then. Right. Uh, we could see uh, at the world or Olympic game. You know, we're gonna we're gonna bring some medals home. You right. know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think you you have to you have to have a, a, a better better competition, better competitors to, to be at a better level against the world. You know, because if, if you're you know if you're 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 you know competing against, let's say average, right? You know, and when you go to the worlds, I mean, it's like another level. It's like it's like playing soccer, right? I mean, you know. Um, unfortunately, the U.S. didn't have a <laughs> weren't represented well at, at, the, the, <laughs> at all at all because they weren't there, right? But I mean, yeah. if you you look at the uh, um, the competition from other 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 countries, I mean, the, you know, soccer that's 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 it, that's their life. You know what I mean? So for us, you know, we have so many other sports that we can play versus other countries. So I mean, you have to really be focused and dedicated and have real tough competition in order to to kind of have a better chance against, you know, everybody else against the world, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, uh, did the uh, did the altitude affect you guys? Uh, just a little. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the few first few days, uh, because it's a little higher than here. Uh, and uh, after that, I, di- I didn't feel anything. Uh, I think my body caught up to that. Uh, and uh, not that I was only competing, I also coached uh, my team. Uh, my team was Iktus Taekwondo team. Okay. And I have my team all over the uh, U.S., uh, East, uh, North Carolina, Virginia, uh, New York, uh, Central is like Chicago and California here, North and South. So we had our team uh, training uh, during the um, uh, national. We meet uh, and try to prepare for the next day competition. So we train for the students to, for, to the next day competition every day. And uh, these kids, are there as like you said they're they ha- they're dedicated already so they're just going going a few hours and many hours just practicing and practicing so they could get good result on the next day so it was good to see uh my whole team uh in the national again did did they do well yeah uh we brought uh, uh i think it was a uh, five gold medals okay uh, and few <laughs> few bronze medals okay uh, yeah our team did it uh, better than i expected okay that's always that's always got to be good as a as a coach or a teacher just to see the results. Yeah, and, of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's blessed uh, for our, our team. Mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. And uh, were you involved with any of that with the with the coaching? Maybe I, helping out helping I, out. I was back taking care of the uh, taekwondo school. Okay. <laughs> making, okay. Making sure he didn't have to worry about everything back home. Okay. I'm the support from California. Okay. <laughs> the the guy in the chair. The guy in the chair. The, the, guy, the guy behind the scenes. Make sure, make sure everything's running smoothly. Yeah, that, I mean that's that's important because now he doesn't sure. have to stress about the uh, the exactly the and studio. That, that's and a lot of the things that I don't think people understand as well as a lot of the uh, older masters when they get above thirty years old. A lot of them kind of uh, push competition to the side and really focus on training their students, which is not a problem. But then you get you know masters like Grandmaster Yang who wants to still be a competitor and wants to compete. But of course he has schools back here, and you know he has to have someone take care of those. And I think it's 
you're stressful enough as a competitor at a national level or mm-hmm. world level, much less, you know, having to worry about, you know, how's your school running back home to have someone that you can count on back home. Right. I think is a big deal. And that's the, the best way I can support him while he's out competing at nationals because myself, I'm not a competitor. So. Right. Grandmaster Yang. Uh, so when, when you're competing, do you shut off like the business part of what's going on back at home? You're like, you don't worry about that because you have Master J taking care of it. You're like, hey, I, I'm here to focus on competing mm-hmm. with my team and, and trying to win gold versus worrying about in the back of your mind, like, oh, like, how's the school? How are the students? Like, can you shut off that, that switch? Yes, when Master J is there. <laughs> <laughs> when, when there's uh, uh, instructors and, uh, you know, I, because I, I, I believe that Master J will take care of 100%. Yeah. So that's why I don't have to call my home. How is everything going? You know, I don't have to check every day. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I call Master J uh, uh, asking about how's Taekwondo school doing, you know. Yeah. I maybe call him, you know, uh, <laughs> did you guys have just had fun, you know, what were you guys doing, and things like that. Uh, and I just, uh, I, I, 100% I was focused, just competition. Well, you, know? you, ha- you have to, because if, if you're not, if you're, your mind's 100%, you know, your, your body's there, but your mind's not there, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it, the results are going to show. Uh-huh. I mean, because you're worried about what's going on at home, and, and you know, just like a businessman, you know, you have you have people like they call it aces in places, right? <laughs> Jay J, J is there to, to oversee everything else, so you don't have to worry about right. back home, right, right? Right. And obviously, the results showed because you know you brought home some gold. Yeah, gold, and uh, uh, I made a team, uh, just like I said in the beginning. And then I moved forward. <laughs> I I moved to uh, I went to Spokane, Washington, to compete uh, at the Pan America uh, Pumsa Championship. Uh, and I brought a two gold medal home, uh, representing USA at the Pan America uh, Championship. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. That was the following week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after the first week at the national, and then I moved. Uh, I went to Spokane, uh, Washington, for the second week, and I was out for a whole two weeks, and I didn't worry about the taekwondo. Uh, did, you know. did you Did you do anything to prevent yourself from going cold, or you know what I mean, like when when you're like on a hot streak, or you're doing, you know, you do well in one competition, and then you have a week or two in between. Do you do you do your best to hold on to maybe the 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 momentum of the previous competition uh, competition and then bring it over, or do you do you refresh and cool down and then? Well, I think actually. Uh I did it better because I had a, a competition uh, a week ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at the Pan America, I think uh, my performance was a lot better than uh, uh, nationals. Okay. Mm, yeah. Okay. So it helped me because I I got that momentum already going. Uh, the the energy was out there, and I I could feel the same energy, and I add on to, uh, to perform better. Yeah. You know, so what 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 about your injuries? I mean, did did it affect you after week one? Uh, actually, uh, every time I go into the uh, ring. Uh, to perform, uh, I don't feel anything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You using some of that Tiger Bomb? What you I think I think it's my God. You know. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I pray hard. Uh, yeah. Uh, before competition. And and, um, and, you, and, you, and you drink some bakas, right? Before. Oh, of course. <laughs> These bakas does help. You know, uh, the Korean energy drink. Yeah. Like uh, I think we did uh, talk about this uh, 
uh, last time. Yeah. Uh, this Korean energy drink, I you know brought it again here for you guys. Uh, this time is the whole box is yeah, yours. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. That's, that's uh, the that's the originator, right? That's uh, the original. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not. You know, Red Bull is the uh, is the knockoff of yeah, Bacchus, yeah. right? Pre Red Bull. Pre Red Bull. That's right. They're the the original. Hey, Red Bull got su- Red Bull got sued because they were claiming that Red Bull gives them wings. So. Hey, they got their they got their recompense for stealing from Bacchus. So, um, so yeah, uh, you want to take a quick break? Uh, you know, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's take a quick break, guys. Take a quick break. We'll uh, quick uh, music break, and we'll be right back. about competitions and just the experience with that um grandmaster uh, what uh what fields do you compete in i know people do contact and, and other things yeah, yeah uh i compete in pumse pumse is form division okay uh, i know taekwondo has a sparring uh form uh ball breaking and demonstration competitions uh but i do uh strongly compete in the form division uh Form is like a movement of each moves. Uh, you connect it into the uh, 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 pattern. Uh, so you have to perfectly uh, do the, the pattern that was already given. Uh, that's how they judge, like a um, gymnastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who, who comes up with these patterns? And, and uh, for you, is that the, the purest form of Taekwondo, which is the form, or is it more contact for you? Like, what, what's your opinion? of the purest form of Taekwondo? Uh, form uh, came from uh, World Taekwondo okay. uh, headquarters, uh, which is back in Korea. Uh, and this form is a movement of pattern of all four different sides. And it's not only uh, just perfecting your uh, stance and strikes and blocks. Uh, I will look at this as a, a self-defense because you're, as you're, you're turning to the left, to the right, to the back. And then you're doing continuously blocking, strike, kicking back, you know, kicking. So this is more geared, I think, geared towards like a movement of self-defense that is into a pattern. Okay. You know, is it is it similar? I know in karate they use the term uh, katas. Is Kata it? is same as a form. Yeah. Okay. Pumse. Pumse. So Korean. it would be uh-huh. the equivalent. Yes. Or, okay. Yeah. 
So yeah, I have a, a better. So you, you're saying that the World Taekwondo they come up with the the forms that you're you're to yes, perform. They, yeah, they and already have. I remember last time in the studio you were saying it, it changes every year, uh, uh, or they change. Uh, they they change uh, the rule, the rule and regulations. Okay. Uh, the style that they want for this year and the next year and then the two years later. But so. why why is it constantly changing? Shouldn't shouldn't it just be a certain mm-hmm. type of Taekwondo? It's like it's like. Like changing like the football rules. All right, guys. Uh, so so this this year, no no contact. We're just gonna be high five down the line. And it's because Grandmaster <laughs> keeps winning, right? It's because Grandmaster keeps winning, and <laughs> if he keeps winning, and then he's just gonna perfect it even more. So they need to change it up, and hopefully it gives people. Uh, that's uh, that's okay. Yeah. I know I'm keep winning, but uh, also the the pattern doesn't change. Mm-hmm. The specific movement that they're asking change just a slight little bit okay. different. Let, let, let me ask you, uh, have you ever been in a situation where uh, you disagree with the referee on a certain type of movement that you made where you feel you're in the right and uh-huh. they... Uh-huh. Judge you incorrectly. I mean, is there uh, any? Oh, we don't want to go into this because uh, <laughs> I have I have so many uh, area that I'm not uh, agreed to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, let's let's touch on it before before we get we, we get back into form. You know, what I mean? we we, we want to have a little bit of controversy in this podcast. We can't play it too safe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, there's there's an area in a. The block has to be done fast all the time, but sometimes uh, they uh, change. Uh, basically, when when uh, head referee uh, director, uh, when there when we have a new head referee director, then he changes it because he wants to do of his own style that yeah. he think that that's right. So every two year when they when the uh, the the referee chairman change. And, and slightly form uh, rhythm and style change. Yeah. So See, I, I mean, that, that's that's gotta be frustrating because it's like every year you have to change something up. But you're also you're also a referee, right? I mean, you're certified, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm an international referee. Yeah. So I mean, mm-hmm. it's gotta frustrate you. Uh, I mean, it is, it's frustrating me yeah, right now. I don't, I don't even. I don't. I don't. I'm not even in that I, sport. I man. think this is for uh, <laughs> like all sports. I think it's gonna be probably the same. So as an as a high level of athlete. Uh, I also think that high level of athlete has to be able to change when there is a change, you know. So right. that's how I look at it as too, you know. Not that I'm only disagree of uh, every changes that they make. Yeah. You have to be adaptable. Yeah, sense. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we're competitors. We right. have to compete. Mm-hmm. And, also, yeah. to add on to that, a lot of people don't know this, but there's a World Taekwondo headquarters called Kukiwan in Korea, and okay. they study the movement of Taekwondo and everything. So it's it's part that it's like when we get a new president anywhere they want to be known for something right you know, they, they, they want to have their 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 legacy imparted upon their country at their time of, of reign per se right but that's part of the reason i think the rules change but also that this this institute that studies taekwondo it's almost like a research institute for martial arts and so they'll find more efficient ways or better ways or more fluid ways or more powerful ways or uh, more quick ways to block punch strike and so forth Right. And so those would be incorporated into the forms. So as Grandmaster Yang said, it's not that the overall movement changes as far as the direction you're going or the overall pattern, but the specific techniques. And so that's at first it was frustrating for me as well. Mm. Um, I was out of the, the game of Taekwondo, I guess you could call it, for a while uh, when I was living in Korea. And as I came back, 
I had to re-update myself to learn all the new uh, specific technical aspects of, of the form. And at first it was really frustrating. <laughs> and now I'm really enjoying it because I can see uh, the benefits that the new style has as well. Mm. So I, I think there's a give and take with just about anything in life for mm. that matter. And you kind of have to uh, quote unquote roll with the punches. And I think that's actually really exciting because at his level especially, I mean, as you said, it'd be great if something stayed the way in the traditional and the original way it was, it was, it was meant to be, but, but things move on, things evolve. Mm. And, and to be able to, to adapt and figure out a new way to challenge yourself, I think keeps it interesting, actually. Yeah, and uh, with a lot of sports, I mean, you obviously have purists, and I think with martial arts, there's a stereotype where there's this, like, purist versus, you know, like, I'm pure. Um, and then sure. you're saying, like, ro- you got to learn to roll with the punches and adapt. Would you say that's actually the... I think stereotypically you have this like, oh, you got you got to keep it, you got to keep it pure, you got to keep it pure. And I'm not saying just for Taekwondo, but just martial arts stereotypically, general, it's, sure. yeah, it's it's portrayed that way. Would you say that although in the competition side or in the more mainstream, it's the the mindset that you just stated, where it's more like things are gonna update and we need to roll with it, and it's not more about like the pure the purity of the form or my personal opinion is changes in human nature to begin with right and uh we evolve we change uh we we grow we adapt right and i think if if something that we practice also doesn't change and evolve as we move on then it's almost kind of stuck in the past and i understand the purest aspects and there's many purest aspects still within the martial arts which as there should be so uh so you're saying it's it's a little accurate the the stereotype or i I think the the stereotype is accurate to be honest with you but then again that's where you have to understand the culture where it came from and and why we do a korea trip as a school we take our students uh how i first experienced korea as well right was going on a trip to korea to learn about taekwondo and history of taekwondo and so to be able to go there and learn about the culture and the aspect and learn where it came from and then go back and be able to adapt to the modern way of, of doing martial arts per se uh, is fascinating actually and if you're able to understand or have the ability and the the desire and the open-mindedness to understand where it came from and where it has come right. i think that's a big part of being a, a top athlete and martial artist i think that's also like kind of completing that circle of of you know taekwondo is like you have to go back to where it started originally from to, to get the history right to, to be Absolutely. educated on on, on why why it was created how it was created and the rules and, and and how it all developed because now you're like oh okay so now i see how everything kind of plays out now absolutely i think that just simply if you say you're not a purist or you are a purist or you're a modern practitioner not a modern practitioner i don't i don't think either end of the uh extreme spectrum is the way to approach it i think regardless of which kind of end you tip towards if you don't understand the other then you're not really getting the full experience of being a martial artist mm-hmm so Grandmaster Yang, so when you were competing, so you competed solo and also yes. as a team? individual and pair. Individual is by yourself, uh, and you do the movement of form. And then the, the pair is uh, a male and a female doing uh, synchronizing uh, in the same form at the same time. And you get judged by that, too. So you, you get judged on the, the synchronization aspect? Synchronization, well. yes. Okay. The, but also the, they have to have a, a personal... The, the speed, blocks, and kicks, the ability, the technique has to be there, uh, you know, really sharp, strong. So, I mean, it's got to be tough because you, you said you, your team is kind of scattered all over the U.S. Mm-hmm. So for, for you guys to, to come to a competition and to be in sync, in line to what's going on, yeah. just like like you guys have been practicing together all along, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's a part of being dedicated and, t- and to training, you know what I mean, and being up to speed. 
with mm. what your partner is doing, correct? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm, uh, next week I'm going to uh, East uh, to Rochester, New York uh, for uh, teaching a form seminar uh, to one of our team school. And then also on New York City on uh, the next day. And then next day I'm going to Washington, D.C. So I have three, three major Pumse uh, form seminars back to back. Uh, and that's how we that's how I teach also my team mm-hmm. uh, by me going there and training their students uh, so they could uh, understand the, my, my style you know the way I think the, the students should do uh, so they could be the same rhythm uh, mm-hmm. so they could synchronize uh, when they come to the national and state so on the competition uh, we have local tournament and then after local tournament of experience then they go to a state championship and then after the state, uh, uh, state championship is qualifier for national. So after state, then you go to national. Mm. So after national, uh, if you be, uh, go to, you could also go to team trial. So you could become a team member. And after national experience, you could go to international, like U.S. Open, Canada Open, Mexico Open, Costa Rica Open. There's many open that you could compete. Uh, and then uh, after be- making a team, then you could go to the, uh, go to the uh, world championship. So that's the the level of the uh, tournament in a uh, form right now. Mm. Sorry. So, <clears throat> as a team, you guys got gold, or what did what did you end up uh, uh, last competition? Uh, last competition, I got silver uh, okay. on the pair. Uh, but uh, 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 the first place winner uh, decided not to go to world championship. So at the world, I'm going to compete in individual and pair. Oh, wow. Two divisions. So, wh- who's your who's your team? I mean, who's your team member? Uh, my team member is Tuan Nguyen, uh, and she's uh, living in Seattle, Washington. Wow. Okay. So, um, when do we practice? <laughs> that's, we, a, that's a good question. We we practice a day before competition. So we fly in, and then we meet. We practice for one hour or two, and then one or we two hours? we compete. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. That's it, huh? Just one or two hours. That's that's a. Uh, I mean, that's not enough time. I mean, I mean if you if you look at like, uh, uh, I mean, yeah. if you look at like like skaters, right? I mean, you uh-huh. know, they're, do, uh-huh. they're doing all these movements, right? I mean, uh-huh. these guys are like in and out, like constantly training, uh-huh. you know, training, practicing because the. I mean, it's that's it's it's judged by certain positions, right? It's, you know, he's got to be right on the mark. Yeah, yeah. Yes, or especially the referee where he's, you know, he might be a little picky that day, mm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I think, though, that you specifically compare it to skaters. I think that's one of the things that hopefully Taekwondo is moving towards because if you think about it, last year, as we mentioned, there were about 5,000 competitors at Nationals, and this year they're around 6,000. Okay. And so as Taekwondo becomes more recognized as not only a, a world martial art and a world sport, then hopefully it gets the recognition that something like skating does because whenever – People think of, you know, pair competition. I don't think Taekwondo or martial arts is, is what comes to their mind at first. Mm. And these athletes that are that are coached and, and compete as pairs, they have this opportunity to train together uh, because there's there's more funding in place and more recognition in place. And I think as Taekwondo moves up in the, uh, in the spectrum of professional world sports, I hope that's something that will come out as well. But at this moment in time, I think Grandmaster Yang and the other uh, competitors, they have to kind of grind because... Almost all these masters, they run their own schools, and at the same time, then if they want to compete, then they have to find the time to compete. And luckily, at least now, there's you know the internet and YouTube and such where they can match rhythm. But that's one of the biggest aspects is matching rhythm. And how do you match rhythm if you're not with the person? And so, I, yeah, I mean, having that one to two hours, I think, is, is not so much that's a, a want 
as mm. as, as as the uh, inevitable outcome of, right. of it not being at recognition of what these other Olympic sports are at quite okay. yet. Yeah, that one hour is just uh, one two hours is just uh, the only time that we have. Right. Uh, because I also have to coach my younger <laughs> right. st- uh, students, so I have to spend time on coaching them and you know uh, fixing their rhythm. And h- how long are, uh, is each uh, demonstration, each form of demonstration about? Uh, um, when you go into the ring? Yeah. Uh, we, uh, the, the competition rule is 30 seconds through one, one minute and 30 seconds. You have to finish your, all your movement. Oh, so you have uh, that if, window. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If, you, if, you, if you go past or you finish early, then you get uh, um, a deduction points. Okay. Yeah. And do they judge based on... Uh, how long you took as well? So say you no no they judge overall the it has to look natural it okay. can be look too slow it can be look too fast no rush or anything yeah. it has to just be fluid in a yes, sense yes. so mm-hmm. so whatever your fluidity takes you between the thirty and the one thirty mm-hmm. and and saying that that has to be natural and look fluid I think if if you guys will show you in a bit we'll show you some video of our forms or Grandmaster Yang competing and when you see it he makes it look very easy as, as well as these other professional competitors do. And it's this fluidity and naturalness mm. that's really impressive because if you go and try it afterwards, it's very difficult. Mm. But when they do it between this 30-second and one, uh, one minute and 30-second window, I mean, it, it's, it's fluid, it's natural. It looks as if almost they're not trying, but they are because they're so well-practiced in it, as, as well as any high-level competition or athlete. And, I mean, it does give some perspective on the hour and two hours practice because, I mean, if you're doing 30 seconds to – one minute that's potentially you know 120 tries between you know 60 and, you yeah know. and some break and some break <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sure i'm sure but like it, it's it's not it's not like you're you're practicing a 30 minute routine or something yeah. for an hour you're practice you know you can really go through it as you know and, and but and, and you say that but uh we get a lot of students that come in that want to spar and uh we have a lot of kids that come in that want to be ninjas because <laughs> they all think they want to be ninjas uh, but when you look at forms, I think the people, a lot of people who first do it thinks it's either easy or uh, boring in a sense because they don't put effort into it. And once you throw 110% into every punch, every kick, every step, you have to pivot correctly. If you pivot wrong or step wrong, that's points off. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't punch in the exact right spot and you don't put enough speed and accuracy and power into it, when you really put effort into that form, that 30 seconds actually goes by a lot slow, 30 minute seconds to one minute and 30 seconds goes by a lot slower than you think right? Uh, because of the amount of energy you're putting into anything. So it's, it's really that, that mind and body and, and putting everything you have. People think uh, the average person who's never tried martial arts thinks that throwing a punch is just moving your arm, and it's not. It's like turning, you're you know, pivoting it's, it's, your it's, hip. It's, and it's yeah. your whole body. You're breathing. And, and, you, and yeah, you're yeah. breathing in. You have to know when to breathe out. Most people you ask, you know, when you do a push-up, are you supposed to breathe in or breathe out as you push up off the ground? And you'll get people that have no idea the answer to that question. I don't even know the answer. You're, you're supposed to breathe out whenever you exert force. Right. So when you bench in a bench press, when you do a push-up, when you throw a punch, you're supposed to breathe out and that's, out that That's energy. what the hya and stuff is for as well, it's, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yes. So that's, that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. It's to exert little... The, the details are, are fascinating. I think the details are what make uh, forms in Taekwondo and forms in any martial art. I think the details really makes it fascinating and worthwhile of a pursuit. Hey, uh, Neil, this uh, diesel punk... Beer. Uh, sure this is uh, a poor man's tecate. No, it's so. not. No, no, sorry. First off, <laughs> I feel like you're, you're, you're the same social. Ex- 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 I, I, I don't know, man. A, a, a six pack for two ninety nine. 
at the 99 cent store. At the 99 cent store. But I want to say, you go to to like Vons. You go to Vons. Big Lou, it's just a mindset, man. I'm a starving artist. I think it tastes delicious. You know what? It's fine. I'm starving regardless. Yeah, Neil's starving regardless. Neil's got a fridge full of a cup of noodles, right? Or Maruchan? Or what do you got, Neil? Maruchan? And eggs. We need Korean ramen noodles. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I'm I'm into that. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of Korean noodles, uh, any any good Korean food places around here, Grandmaster Yang? And you since, since you are, so you you can't use gen. Yeah, you can't. You say can't. Gen. Use, you can't say gen or, or gen. Oh, gen. Gen. Sorry, gen. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. That's not a noodle place. Uh, that's okay. How about how about a uh, place. how about a noodle place? A noodle place. Korean noodle place in um, Orange County. In Orange County. Uh, Where you you can compare it to like like back in Korea you're like oh you know what this is just like home okay this is like when I was growing well, up I was gonna say like, I was gonna noodle. say my home right. because my wife my wife cooks oh, come very on. very well but, uh, big, big Lou that's when you ask if it's an open invitation yeah oh so we're we're invited to to the uh, noodle party. Uh, let me text her. <laughs> don't, call, don't, don't call it the noodle party. <laughs> and, and, and I might show up. <laughs> we can't call it the noodle party. But I know I know one place. Uh, I don't know. You guys sound like... Uh, is this bad or what? The noodle party? Is this bad? <laughs> I don't know. Are you youngsters? I don't know. What are you guys talking about when you guys do noodle parties, man? We don't do noodle parties. <laughs> uh, I, think, I, think, I think we go out and eat. <laughs> That's what we call it. <laughs> Sorry, sorry to interrupt yeah, you, Grandmaster. No There's a <laughs> uh, walk in uh, Panholic. Uh, they have a fantastic uh, spicy noodle called champong. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's like authentic. Yes. Yes. W- where is this place located? Uh, this one is in uh, Buena Park. Uh, okay, that's Orange County. Yeah. Anaheim. 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 Sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. On okay. Lincoln Avenue. Lincoln Avenue. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so I might, I might have the wrong. Country, but bibimbap is that bibimbap is, is the uh, Korean food. Yes. Oh my goodness, yes. I love bibimbap. I, I I thought I thought that was a a, a a band or a group or something. It dude. is actually there is a band called bibimbap. <laughs> I, I believe you. I've never heard <laughs> that, but now that you say it, I believe you. Um, uh, yeah, I and I think they go by three B. <laughs> but That's uh, so much better, right? <laughs> but I I had it for uh, the first time maybe last year, Ooh. and the place. Went under, and I've been looking for a new bibimbap place. Uh oh, uh oh. So okay. he's asking about Big Lou's asking about noodles. I'm asking about bibimbap. Sure. Do you know? I, I, I can find one for you. Oh, wait, wait, yeah. you, wait! You have to you have to use a Google machine. You don't have it like like in your Rolodex in your mind. Like, all right, I know no, no, I know no, where no, to but go. He already said. His, uh, no, no, wait, wait, wait. He, he clarified this. His wife really does cook amazing Korean food. Okay. So the, ho- the home is where the heart is. Right, right, of course. And, and, then, and I know. And no one really keeps second delicious. best in the back of their mind, so he's got to look it up. Well, when, when you're the number one ranked in the nation, you don't get second best. Yeah. Se- second, best <laughs> second best doesn't register with gold medalists. No, yeah. Silver, I mean, silver, silver is not an option. Silver? No, no, no. <laughs> if you look at my Google map, you see how many uh, stars. You s- I have to find one. <laughs> so, I have to find. Yeah, so, so speaking of gold, I mean, you... you 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 have three gold medals yeah. here in front of us. These are beautiful, yes, and can we? Uh, so those are what? They're, they're from eighteen uh, karat, twenty-four karat gold. We um, can go pawn them or something, or what? 
I wish <laughs> if I if that's a real gold, uh, I'm probably a rich by now. You know, I have so many medals. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably why they stopped making them uh, real gold because people retire early. <laughs> that's right. Um, they're beautiful medals, though. I mean, and they. Uh, I mean, the shape wasn't what I was expecting. The octagon. Yeah, the yeah. octagon and then the square. But um, yeah. I that's think the, it's really that's the new the USA Taekwondo logo okay. is now an octagon shape. For okay. the reason that because of uh, the world uh, competition uh, in sparring, their mat used to be a square like this other metal. Okay. But now uh, their uh, competition for sparring changed to octagon. Okay. So it's, it's more more like uh, like UFC. I, when I see an octagon, I'm I'm thinking UFC yeah. fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's more mainstream. In that, the, that's yeah. the easiest thing to compare uh -huh. it to. Yeah. Because they I, just I agree. they they oh. wanted to cut the corners mm -hmm. and uh, so they uh, stay in in the middle more. Instead of uh, fight on the one side of the corner, and this is this spar. is contact. This is contact. Okay. This is contact. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I I noticed I watched uh, before the first interview I watched some of your videos, uh, I noticed there was some lines that you kind of uh, I'm I'm assuming they help uh -huh. they help you visualize and. Uh, There's a, a little square box when I enter the right. uh, the the floor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's the box area where you have to stand and start. Okay. So when you come back after you do your movement of uh, form, when you come back, uh, you have to come back into that same spot uh, inside okay. the box. Interesting. <laughs> hey, we're going to take a quick music break and we're right back. Right. What's next? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> well, we're already in August. Uh, so uh, I have a competition in Canada Open in September. Uh, so I'm going to compete in that international championship. And after that, uh, I'm going to Las Vegas for a World Taekwondo Presence Cup. 
that's a level G2 uh, international competition. And um, during that time, uh, we'll probably continue doing some of the local for our students so mm -hmm. they could get some experience. Okay, yeah. uh, uh, real quick, G2, is that uh, the, the, the level the of level, competition? Yes, sir. Uh, the international level uh, has a, a level of the competition uh, that rank, they rank uh, from the World Taekwondo headquarters. And uh, G1 is Canada Open. Uh, and G2 is U.S. Open uh, and President's Cup that is going to be held. And the world championship that I'm going to go is G8. So the, 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 the number is because it show, shows the uh, number of the participation. Or also, it's like a level of the uh, how uh, hard competition it is. Mm -hmm. uh, the higher yeah. the number, the... The higher the number is the uh, difficulty okay. to win. Yeah. Okay. So... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got confused. I thought like maybe G one was higher than G two, so it yeah, goes yeah. Uh, yeah, ascending order, order, ascending order. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh -huh. I think uh, Olympic is G twenty. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So you're at your G eight. G eight is the World Championship. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, so sorry, Neil. No, uh, that's fine. Good so, <laughs> are, I mean, how do you? I mean, where are you ranked? Like, like G wise? Like, are you like obviously Olympic, right? G twenty. I mean, like, wh what's your what's your ranking like? Uh, Where can you compete? Because if you want to do Olympic, I mean, you have to be at a certain level, right? Olympic is for only sparring match, though, okay. uh, at this time. Uh, yeah. So they don't have a form division. So you have to uh, participate in sparring to go to Olympic. And the Olympic division does not have uh, divided into an age group and a rank. Uh, it's just a one uh, solid group uh, by the weight. Uh, so Similar to Greco-Roman. Exactly. Similar to uh, MMA, Any, yeah, boxing, Any, anything that's okay. high level, uh, fighting per se, sparring, okay. martial arts is way. Yeah, I, I used to do Greco Roman, so that's where my mind went. But yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So I uh, I cannot go compete at this age because I'm, you know, over forty. Uh, and I know I look young, but uh, I am. I was about to say, I was 40. like, what? <laughs> so, uh, you, you know what they say when when you're because uh, I uh, Uncle B. Black you know. crack. No, no. <laughs> so you, you you look you look like you're 20 to a certain age, and then all of a sudden it's like you, it's like you you, dro you drop you, off the cliff, man. You all of a sudden you're like, oh my age. god, you're like 100 years old. What happened to you? I don't think he's gonna drop off the cliff. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Um, so I I am, I'm guessing you don't get ranked like the G1, G2. You don't get ranked as a as a practitioner in the G like by G's like your uh -huh. dream. Uh, but what I mean, is we have a rank on the uh, what what is your rank on the personal? So right, right. I'm You're a rank one in US. US and rank two uh, in the rank, world. Rank right? two on the world right. at this but time. What's the highest G level you've competed in? Uh, oh, G8, the World Championship. Okay. Uh, that was uh, two years ago, 2016 mm -hmm. in uh, Lima, Peru. Uh, I took a silver medal. Okay. Uh, at there, and so this year. And this year, I'm hoping to get a gold medal. You're gonna get a gold medal. <laughs> Last time you said you're getting a gold medal. This time you don't don't say hope. You say you're gonna get that gold medal. You have to say it with confidence. Uh, uh, I am. Yeah, He's yeah, gonna yeah. get that gold medal, right, guys? Yeah, this year it's in Taipei. Uh, -huh. uh For anyone who wants to come, I'm going to Taipei. So just hit me up. Yeah, just hop in his bag. <laughs> hop, hop in my bag. <laughs> it's a carry on. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm I'm hoping to live stream it. So okay, with, uh, Facebook or other live streaming services. I'd love to live stream it and do like a kind of a watch party back in the States and I'll be at the event. So that'd be really cool. Oh, yeah, well, is, is it, are uh, you guys going to, uh, if you're going to live stream it, is it going to be like on, on the website? Like, maybe uh, so we have Facebook? a Facebook page yeah. as well. Okay. Uh, what, what so is it? It's a Yang masters, uh, United Taekwondo center. Okay. Uh, if you click, uh, Facebook, 
slash YMUTC. I think that's the page that you could come to our school okay. page or my personal, uh, you know, yeah, you, you have a personal page, but do you also have a page for the school itself? Yeah, that that was the uh, yeah. school. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Instagram for the school. Sorry, not uh, just a Facebook. But. Instagram is my uh, name. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just connected my name to Instagram. I don't. Okay. I only put up uh, my uh, school mm. stuff uh, on my personal Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so when you're not competing, when you're not competing. Uh, um, what do you, what do you what keeps your time busy? What um, cause well, I, we I'm have uh, so much event uh, in our school. Uh, we already uh, finished uh, our art to art camp. Uh, it was martial art and uh, art uh, collaboration yep. mm-hmm. uh, of the uh, camp, and we're done on that. And Master J uh, just run the uh, confidence camp for our students. Because confidence is like a leadership team leadership camp, uh, like a debating style of the camp, and it was uh, it turned out so great. And just competed, finished competition uh, last Saturday, uh, Southern uh, Pumsek Championship okay. in uh, Anaheim, uh, no, Fullerton, California. How did the team uh, do? Our students, I just oh. took my uh, right. uh, regular sorry, students. Re- yeah, yeah. yeah, regular students. Uh, I just from referred our to as your team, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, six of them was the uh, first time ever competition. And okay. uh, the one of them uh, was the experience, which is my second son. Okay. Uh, he took gold and uh, <laughs> runs with the family, right? Yeah, uh, he, did, he did awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, he's seven years old. You should see him. He's incredible. Uh, will he scare me? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, perfect. <laughs> uh, how many goals we had? Uh, we had four? like four gold four and gold. three silver. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We had four gold yes, and three sir. silver last Saturday. Uh, and then upcoming uh, tar- uh, events that in our school is uh, – Interactive uh, art um, history class by Master J because Master J is artist. Yeah, you know? I, I think I mentioned that on our last. Yeah, uh, yeah you did. You show. Sculpting. I done uh, uh, light installation light. art. I yeah. do light installation and sculpture. Uh, back in Seoul, Korea, that's my main profession there. That's and a moneymaker. Yeah, I mean, well, I hope so. Not yet, but <laughs> hence the starving artist we'll reference. Send you with some <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be great. So yeah, I mean, it's it's you know, if you think about it more deeply, it's a it's a cultural center. It's a cultural program that Taekwondo is a martial art, but it's also about learning the culture of Korea and where Taekwondo came from. And you know, art is cultural, and so to uh, educate the students as mind and body and the, the physical aspect of the martial arts and the m- mindful aspect of martial arts as well as you know learning about arts in general and about humanity and culture i think is a big deal that we want our school to be more than just you know a taekwondo center that's just for competitors because mm-hmm. grandmaster is ranked, is ranked number one in the, in the in the country right now number two in the world and we'd love for our students to compete trust me i've competed before too when i was younger and competition is, is great and it changes you but at the same time i think that uh it's great for other students who come to our school and, you know, maybe their goal is not to be a competitor or their parents' goal is not for their students to be a competitor. Maybe it's just for them to be healthier or uh, gain more focus or uh, challenge themselves in some way. And if competition is not their, uh, not their thing, we have so much going on at the school mm. that we'd like to help develop the students. And I think I can speak for Grandmaster Yang in this aspect that really all we want is our students to do well. Right. We want them to be prepared for life. We want them to challenge themselves and we want them to be a, uh, contributing members uh, of this world and, and really change uh, the world for the better and, and be leaders. And I think that's what we're trying to, to do at the school. Mm-hmm. And so one, that's one thing I respect personally about martial arts in general, maybe not just Taekwondo, but Taekwondo was my first martial art. But when I was younger, it was a good thing for me to just keep focused on. I was bored. And so I was wild and I had a lot of energy. 
and we did uh, through our church. We had a he was in Korean, he was Latino, so he, we didn't get a lot of the Korean culture mm -hmm. behind it. But it was it was free lessons, you know, uh, free uniform. I was a white belt, didn't go to the next belt, but it was definitely something. I, it's something I carried with myself. I still know how to kick better than most people, you sure. know. I uh, maybe it's not maybe like a good uh, I'd like form. to see that one day, you know. No, I can still kick. I guess we have our challenge coming for you soon. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll see I, mean, I can. I can, I can honestly say I can still kick above my head, which is one thing I'm proud of. But you that's, know, it's great. And uh, one one thing I liked about it was uh, when I was living in Tennessee, I had a cousin who's a few years older than me, and uh, we got into some mischief, and we we broke something, and I specifically remember uh, watching him get a belt up maybe the week before. Uh, he was doing karate though. It was in Taekwondo. He got a belt up, and I remember them chanting, "Always be honest," or whatever. Some, I don't know if that was like the code at the time, but for us, it was like if you want to be a martial artist, you have to be honest. Sure. Well, I mean, so yeah, so we, we broke this thing, and yeah. he was thinking about hiding it, and I was like, "Wait, wait, wait." We must be honest. Yeah, I was like, I, I called him out. I was like, I just saw you get another belt. I was like, "What's the code of karate?" And I'm I'm four, and he's like six, seven. He's like. Always be honest. <laughs> but the thing is, like, he was so he was so like bummed about it, but he like carried it so well. And I, I remember, so when it was my turn to like do something, and we did taekwondo. I was like, oh, my cousin was punching boards, kicking stuff, and becoming you know better, you know. And so I was like, I want to do it too. And it just went on and on. And it's like it's more than just I think there's there's a reason they use the term artist. I think sure, and I, yeah, um, that's the cultural aspect, sure, mm -hmm. and it, it's the perfection and the humanity behind it, and. So much more than just than just you know punching and kicking, which I tell the kids every day. I think the biggest event though that we wanted to hit on uh, on the twenty first, we have a West Point Military Academy graduate speaking oh, wow. at our school. Okay. One of our students, he's a white belt, um, about to test for his yellow belt. Uh, his name's Teddy. His dad actually graduated from West Point, and so we talked to his father. We actually one of our students is now attending West Point, and so uh, we talked to his father and said, you know, would you like to come in and uh, speak to the parents and students and it's an open event it's for anyone uh, in the area it's not just our school if you guys want to come check it out uh, any of our listeners can come check it out but it, it's a lecture by his name is Peter Ritchie and he graduated from West Point and he's going to give his experience of preparing to get in the school why he even wanted to attend his experience there and the opportunities given him uh, after graduation and after serving in the military and it, it's not that it's not that we're pushing necessarily the military aspect it, it's that you know, we're pushing leadership and it's such a prestigious school and hard to get into. And one of the main things was uh, our student who got into West Point, she put on her resume, her application resume, uh, to West Point that she's a third degree black belt, has done almost 10 years in Taekwondo. And that's what those schools want to see. And, you know, if you want to show dedication, loyalty and, and something going beyond what the, the average person does to get into mm -hmm. college, then that's something that we're trying to help our kids do as well. And we really want to build, if possible, this kind of keynote speaker program where these experienced individuals who have done something unique and extraordinary with their lives can come in and share their experience and help help our students and parents understand of how to get to that level. Uh, that's that's, a, that's awesome, a huge dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So when is this happening? That's happening uh, the 21st. That's a Tuesday. Uh, 6 to 8 p.m. And this is at the school? At the Tustin? school. Anyone is welcome. At the school in Tustin. Mm -hmm. uh, anyone is welcome. Yeah. Um, Check our uh, face, uh, maybe our website, uh, sure. young-masters.com, or I could give you an address, uh, 13011 Newport Avenue in Tustin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, it should uh, be an awesome event. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it as well. Yeah. I personally didn't, you know, didn't serve in the military, but 
to, to go to such a pre- prestigious school. Yeah, that's that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Are you guys are you guys doing any uh, any uh, exhibitions like locally, where like people can come out and, and you know? So right now it's it's really just bringing our students to the local competition and. Uh, the demo aspect is not really as much as what we're hitting on right now. Okay. Uh, we did a lot of that when we were based out of Kansas City. Okay. However, we do do demos for, uh, we do demo at the retirement home for the old people's rest home, and they mm-hmm. love that. I think if uh, we picked up some some opportunities to demo, we would. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's more about uh, us competing uh, locally and uh, nationally and then internationally, and then kind of the events we're hosting on. We kind of have a full plate right now. But of course, we're always open if any of the listeners you know, would like to see a demo or hit us up or contact us, we'd be open for any yeah. opportunity to demo. That's and awesome. Then, uh, um, I mean, uh, anybody can come to our studio and get a free lessons uh, at there. We have free trial. So okay. Yeah, it's open uh, for anyone. Uh, mm-hmm. um, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was, I was curious about... Um, so you do, you do forms and you, you teach your students. Do you teach them to compete? Because you said you focus on compete. Do you focus on forms or do you uh, focus on the other sparring. aspects? Yeah, uh, sparring or is, is it just is it just forms and sparring? Uh, form and sparring and board breaking. Board breaking, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we teach uh, overall taekwondo. Uh, mm-hmm. What taekwondo have? Uh, we also we also we have a tricking class as well. Mm-hmm. We have basic programs. So it's it's the program varies, and I think I hit on this earlier is that. You know, every student and every parent wants something different out of their martial arts experience. You did, yeah. And so uh, we, we provide the whole thing. I mean, we have sparring classes, we have form classes, uh, demo classes, tricking classes, which is mixing kind of some gymnastic movements, such as aerials, backflips, and such, into Taekwondo uh, <laughs> demo. Uh, personally, I, I love a flash kick. A flash kick is a backflip and breaking a board as you go over. Street fighter. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> kind of stuff. So we, we kind of we have the whole experience is not just about pushing the students to experience one thing such as forms. I mean, we want them to experience everything and then hopefully they find their passion because Mm -hmm. there's so much within martial arts for them to look forward to. And, you know, our goal is for them to like martial arts in the first place. Right. And then find what they really want to put their effort into. Okay. So I guess this question is for both of you then. Um, Since you touch on other aspects, you're you're doing forms a lot right now, Mm -hmm. Grandmaster. But have you ever done a contact? I know you've also done board breaking. I've seen I. I don't know if those are competitions or demonstrations I saw. Uh, the the YouTube and other things on the video that mm-hmm. was the demonstrations okay. uh, on many events. Uh, okay. And uh, I'm not a uh, I wasn't a form competitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually a sparring competitor okay. when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So I only spar. Okay. Uh, when I was young. Yeah. That, that, that's <laughs> that's being very modest. I've sparred him. <laughs> um. So uh, uh, what 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 was this? Uh, what made you switch? And if you don't mind me asking, um, I mean, uh, one point I had, uh, I was continue uh, f- trying uh, with the sparring competition, uh, but I had a, a one big issue that you know I have to stop and let it drop. Okay. Uh, that was like uh, age eighteen. Okay. Uh, but the age eighteen was the time that you actually can go and do the team trial and go to Olympic and things like that. Oh, so it's, it's like the minimum age. Okay. Yeah, I, I needed to drop that time. It, it wasn't my uh, decision. Mm-hmm. It was someone else's decision. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I stopped uh, competing, and then I was just, I was out for one year Okay. Uh, from Taekwondo. 
uh, and I start working. Uh, I used to live in uh, uh, Chicago, okay. uh, Illinois. Uh, so I start working here and there, South Side, whatever I can work at, and start just you know working and making money. Uh, and uh, I end up uh, opening my own studio in 1999 uh, in Glenview, Illinois. Uh, that was my first studio, and I decided to start teaching what I have gone through. Uh, but um, it was it was good experience uh, too. Uh, I think uh, uh, I don't I don't regret about that I needed to drop during that time. Uh, but uh, I wanted to go back to competition because I think I missed so much just mm. doing a competition. But uh, after you get old, uh, it, it wasn't a good idea to go back to the sparring because you have to spar with the young young kids Absolutely. who's more fast. <laughs> energetic yeah who's more strong and there's it, it, the age gap you know is so hard to catch up so i decide to change the, the, the style to form so i start training the form uh so after that so they don't have an age separation is it still based on weight yeah in, in, okay in, in former sparring sparring, sparring there's sparring. No sparring only weight weight yeah. so it's like you position. can be you can be 30 going up against a six-year-old if you well, it's, no, no, it's no, no, like no. Think, think about professional baseball 16. okay yeah, yeah. It's so like professional baseball they retire a certain age because they can't you they know, can't keep, keep up, up with or, yeah, at a certain yeah. age and that's what that's what martial arts is the same way in right, that yeah. aspect you mm -hmm. know yeah, and so forms gives uh uh the older the older i wouldn't say generation by any means but the older competitors are way to still compete and show their skill level in, in martial arts. And that's a very unique aspect of a professional sport. Um, um, because the age 17 and up is the sparring matches. Okay. Yeah. So uh, at the age af after I turn uh, over 30, uh, uh, late 30, mm -hmm. I was thinking going back to competition, but I... I don't think I could go back to a sparring competition, you know, competing with those uh, young people. Mm -hmm. uh, I, even you have a lot of experience, and right. even you know how to do it. Uh, the the age gap is uh, age gap is so big. Right. So I decided to change my style into a form competition. Um, and then, uh, and then, so like the same for you, since the question was for both of you. Um, I know that you, you. I think you said you used to compete before you moved sparring. out to. You, was it sparring? Sparring. It was sparring? Okay. Um, and you said you stopped competing once you moved over to Korea, Korea so and you switched okay. over to uh, art. So mm -hmm. ironically, uh, a lot of people ask me, so you live in Korea now, do you do Taekwondo? And I said, I don't have time because I work 14 hours a day. Because <laughs> the, the Korean work culture is insane. And okay. so, uh, yeah, I can imagine. I used to spar competitively and then uh, do demo. Uh, I just demonstrate a lot. And okay. so, yeah. But now that I've come back, I've appreciated the aspect of more kind of almost mentoring, not almost, but mentoring, guiding, and leading our students um, to be just better human beings, I think, is my main goal, of course, through martial arts, mm -hmm. uh, and to support Grandmaster Yang because he's competing, and whenever I can kind of not take over the school, but take care of the school, of course, I'm up for, mm -hmm. you know, that and, as well. And then uh, one one is for, uh, I, have a, I have a friend who is actually a fan of yours, uh, Grandmaster. Uh, one thing that one of his questions though is because he's a big martial arts fan in general, so you know how in Karate Kid one, this is how he put it. This is how he put it. So I'm gonna ask it the way how he put it. You know how in Karate Kid one. Yeah, we we know. You know you know where I'm going with this. Okay, so Karate Kid one, it's a contact fight point system, and in Karate Kid two, it's to the knockout. Mm -hmm. Are there competitions that my I just I, I told him I'd ask for him. 
other competitions that are more like Karate Kid too, where it's like it's not about the point. Like you hit the, it's like, it's too, you know, to, to the knock, so to the knockout or to the submission or something. Is there more? I guess raw or um, so. Uh, Taekwondo sparring rules. It, mm-hmm. It's a point system, and it's not a point and reset. It's a time limit, and you score as many points as possible within that time limit. Of course, if you're reset by the referee for illegal contact or such, there's rules. You much, reset much like Greco Roman. Much then. much like Greco Roman, but okay. at the same time, uh, at a certain level and certain age and belt level, I mean, uh, knockouts allowed, and so you can completely go for the knockout. And, oh, okay, and it's it's a completely legal way to win. Mm-hmm. And a way people try to win. I myself, I was a defensive sparer when I used to spar. So you would and, uh, guard and react. I, I, or? Beyond, be honest, my goal was to knock out, win by knockout. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you defensive spar, that's a huge goal. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, so that that's a huge aspect of sparring. What makes uh, taekwondo sparring such a thrilling sport? And if you watch it uh, competitively in the Olympics, many of the fighters do win by knockout. It's full contact. Okay, so it's it's not like karate where it's like. Contact reset. It's no. It's not contact reset. Okay. Okay. A lot of pe- a lot of people have that question. Okay. And, and I know uh, before kind of we finish up the segment, we've had a great time talking with you guys. We did last time as well. Uh, just to put it out there on the radio because they can't see us. Obviously, we have right. a we have a challenge for you guys afterwards. <laughs> oh, oh boy! I, I hope I you post on Instagram. It's oh, a, I, can, I can literally put it on live it, right it, now. It's it's our newspaper challenge. So last time we did boards and we gave you guys nunchucks. Uh, this time it's an easier this, object. This is, this is a lighter, easier object, and it's very weak. It's a newspaper, but that's our big challenge. Oh, oh so here, here, I got this right here. No, I, I got this. On, Does this hold count? On, hold on. <laughs> I know the newspaper challenge. It's weaker. It's easier. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I ever used the word easier, but. Oh, I, oh think boy. I, heard I think I heard easier, but I just know that it's it's not. <laughs> but I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try because I don't give up. Quitters never win, right? Right. There's some trickery behind so this, man. Yeah, well, and that, after, after that, after that, we'll wrap it up. We'll wrap it up. Yeah. Jump rap for the sound and extra yeah. extra lane. Real estate. Rap in South Korea, that's where we fucking be. Fuck. Sinky, you got me? I've been dreaming perfect, all my shit be fuming Touring cities in the future, call that metro booming You don't see me losing, I'm not going to lose I'm not going to lose, I'm not going to lose You ran my ass, I'm not going to lose I'm not going to lose, I'm not going to lose I'm not going to lose, I'm not going to lose I'm not going to lose, I'm not going to lose I'm not going to lose, I'm not going to lose Nanda, 
혼자 다 먹은 마치 난 북한 대통령 같아 마약 수사팀은 나년도 약한 새끼들 잡아 전부 다 스위쉬 Hey yo yo hold up hold up bring that beat back real quick man Yo y'all can't do this without your boy Fro right, Welcome back welcome back Grandmaster Yang Master J and the real talk what's up Neil we are keeping it real. We are keeping it real, too real. We are actually a few alcohols deep. So <laughs> so it's uh, as real as it's going to get tonight. Um, we're coming to a close for this podcast um, and for this radio show. And I'm really honored to have you guys back. Thank you. Um, Pleasure I have, to be here. Thank yeah, you. I'm, I'm really excited. I, we got it done. You know, we got them back. <laughs> so uh, We, we the, said we'd be back. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, and I didn't doubt it. So, and here we are. Um, my, my last question is, uh, you, you talked about your passion, a grandmaster, um, and starting your school. Um, I just wanted to know how you came up with the curriculum, you know? Uh, yeah. The curriculum is all about, I think it came from my passion, uh, uh, because, uh, I wanted to really help, uh, the students, uh, overall age, uh, of what I know, uh, so I wanted to share my knowledge of Taekwondo uh, and uh, pursue uh, to teach, uh, to make uh, each individual character to maybe a better person. Uh, okay. So uh, curriculum is very simple. Uh, we teach uh, uh, Taekwondo and we also do a lot of uh, different activities by do doing different things like uh, we already uh, covered. Uh, so that way, uh, everyone has the uh, the opportunity uh, to learn a different way, uh, and not only that we are strong competitive school, mm -hmm. uh, we also uh, have uh, a lots of fun in uh, our each individual classes. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah. it will, it will be good uh, to over all ages, and we we welcome all ages. It has to be like a family uh, martial arts, not just a certain age group. Right. Yeah. I think a, a lot of uh, I think a lot of the mainstream idea is that you start young, and if you don't start young, you can't get it done. Mm -hmm. uh, would you discourage that mindset? Would you say that you could start at any no, age? I started at age six. Age. You I know, start, I started at age, I started at age seventeen. <laughs> okay, so. see, there you go. There's yeah, an eleven-year difference. We've had one student start at age sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. Uh, sixty-nine. Yeah. Sixty-nine. Started as a white belt. White belt. And where, then, where, where is this uh, this student? Uh, in, in Kansas City, from our Kansas City school. I mean, where's this student at now, starting at 69 from being a white belt? Third degree black belt. Third degree <laughs> belt belt. Yeah, at the age over 70, he took a third degree black belt test, and he broke three bricks or three four bricks, bricks something like that. So, so yeah. what you're saying is if you just put your mind to it, yeah. you can get it done. It's, mm -hmm. ne it's never too late to start. I mean, I, that's kind of a cliche, but at the same time, I mean, health is important. Exercise is important. Mm -hmm. Focus is important. Dedication is important. Of course, yeah. No matter what age you are. So don't listen to Yoda. Too old for training. It's exactly. not a thing. <laughs> yeah. Not, it's not, a not too old <laughs> to yeah. Your, your training may vary, and we do. We do really, we cater to different uh, children, their specific needs, if they have, you know, if they need more attention or focus or they need an outlet for their energy. But then we, we focus on different needs. If, if an adult comes in or uh, an older elderly person even comes in, everyone has different needs. And I think that's also addressed at our school. It's not a cookie cutter, one fits all program. It's right. A, it's a tailored program. Yeah. And that's uh, we were talking about this in between in between, uh, you know, air um, was that, uh, you know, it's 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 not about 
the business of it. Like you have to match this program or you don't cut it. It's more like what you're saying. You, you guys, it's, it's a passion. It's a passion. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, um, I, uh, I guess, I guess I have one more question. I, I, um, what would you say if you could in one word, what is the, the focus of your practice and what you would like to pass on to your students or even you, like you guys have different words. I mean, you both obviously, I met uh, grandmaster got you into it, but it's like when, when you exude Taekwondo and when you want to pass it on each of you, which, For which me is personally, it's not a word. It's more of a phrase. Okay. But, uh, it's honestly just bringing the best out of each individual mm-hmm. and, uh, helping them find what makes them them where their confidence come from and where they fit okay as i said it's really it's not a cookie cutter program and i think my goal with every student is to help them be better every day Hmm. i tell the kids at every class our goal during each class we have each kid for 45 minutes every day okay that they come unless they're part of our competition team and in which case they train for hours but uh, the average student comes in and they they spend 45 minutes a day with us and that's two times a week is our basic program and all I tell them is that I want you to be better than when you walked in at the beginning of class. Okay. That That's my personal goal. Improvement, I guess. Imp- improvement is yeah. my personal goal. Okay. Everyone's different. Right. Yeah, each individual class, they have to learn something. Something. Right. So yeah, I want to ask anything. The rank, the rank one, the rank one's uh, one word pass on is, what, what would you say? Uh, it's... More, I like to say it's a uh, personal dedication is also important. Okay. Yeah. If if they uh, willing to uh, learn, uh, they probably open their heart to us. Then uh, uh, we can put a lot of things into their heart. Uh, then uh, they will grow uh, so much faster. Right. Uh, so it's really important is interact with the students. So that's why we do many other e- uh, events. Mm-hmm. Something that they could enjoy uh, coming and meeting the master and grandmaster. Not that we are only like a really scared you know, <laughs> <laughs> or st- <laughs> strict, uh, let's say strict right. in class. You know, uh, We're not only strict in class, uh, we're trying to teach them uh, a mental aspect and a physical aspect. So uh, that's why we have to do the strict way mm-hmm. uh, to teach them uh, better. And, you know, you know uh, we want to be their best friend uh, right. when they're coming into training yeah 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 awesome yeah so we're gonna close tonight how can how can people find you guys uh individually and then as as a team as a just like as a taekwondo team how can they find you individual and then also just your taekwondo find school? you yeah o- overall uh we have a website mm-hmm. it's yang y-a-n-g dash masters.com okay uh, we're also building the team website right now which will be i the letter i tkdteam.com that should be up soon that's uh, do, you, do you have a, a launch date in mind for the uh, for the next, listeners next week next week next okay. week we two have weeks. A launch maybe date. give almost two weeks two, later. two weeks yeah, yeah. two weeks listeners wait, wait, within the next two weeks within uh, the next the, two the weeks national level international level competition team website will launch okay um, then personal uh, group Facebook at Yang Masters Taekwondo Center yeah, Young Master United Taekwondo Center. Okay, on Facebook. On Facebook. On Facebook. And then your personal Instagrams, if you are okay uh, with people following you guys. Uh, Pok Sun Yang. My personal uh, uh, Facebook is P O K 
Is uh, it S U N Y A N G? This whole time I've been saying Pock, it's Poke. 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 Yeah, okay, P-O-K. I'm sorry. I, pro- yeah. I apologize. Oh, no problem. And then okay. y- Yang is Yang. Yang. <laughs> so. It's kind of hard. To I'm so sorry. No, 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 you should have no, corrected no. me. No, this whole no, time. no, no. It's okay. No. Okay. I'm going to go into each audio file, and every time I say your name wrong, I'm just going <laughs> to. Personally, I'm on uh, Facebook at J Huck, J A Y H Y U K, and on Instagram at J A Y X H Y U K. And you can follow his art there too. And yes, it's, you can it's, see it's my art. Very, very impressive. Thank um, you. If I were to speak. Thank so, you. yeah. So thank you guys for coming in. Uh, we're gonna close this out. Anything else from you, Lou? I had a good time, as yeah. always, man. We had a good time. Uh, we had some good beers. Uh, oh, good, good conversation, and we have some bacas, dude. Oh, wait, to, okay. to, to energize us. So we do, we do. Shout out to bacas. We do, we do. Two minutes. Two minutes before we hit the bacas. Talk about this whiskey real quick. Oh, I, uh, you know what? My my that was a gift. That was a Christmas gift from my brother. Okay. Uh, Danny or David? Da- David. David. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of so, <laughs> Talos Chris Storm, uh, single malt Scotch. Hey, what'd you guys think about the whiskey? It was good. Yeah. yeah. Smooth. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of the oak. Yeah. 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 And, and then it almost teetered on a mezcal to me. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Oh, mezcal. Yeah, All right, guys. Well, you're done your drinking. And then, I, then, I, then about the Bacchus. The now Bacchus. We move on to the yeah, Bacchus. Yeah, Let them talk about their drink that they brought. Yeah, look at that right so, there. Uh, so we're, we're, one more time. The since originator. We lost, since, we, since we had the technical difficulty of the last um, sure. yeah. show. Let's talk uh, about the Bacchus. Bacchus uh, so we're sponsored by Bacchus, which is the original energy drink. Came before Red Bull. Uh, we have it on our team jacket as well. And we have an unlimited supply at our school. <laughs> We'd be happy to give you one if you come in for a free trial. So uh, anyway, yeah, it's called Bacchus. Uh, it's an energy drink. And we're gonna try some now, I think. Okay, let's, yeah. awesome. let's crack it open, Neil. Let's crack it open. And we, we taught you guys some Korean. I don't know if you remember. Cheers in Korean is kumbe. Kumbe. And then uh, chan is. Chan is, is the informal way of cheersing. It's just a sound that uh, Koreans say a glass makes, like much much like a clink. Okay, so grandmaster and master, are we doing kumbe? Kumbe. 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 So kumbe. Kumbe. Thank you. All right. Pleasure. And this has been. The Real Talk with Beyond the Bike podcast. Yeah, buddy. Thanks for listening. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.